Hello there, and welcome back to the Story Analysis Podcast. My name is Lydia, and we are here again, again today, again, because we filmed this yesterday, and for the first time in the Story Analysis Podcast history, we have completely lost the audio. Not lose, necessarily. It didn't record it at all, so... It was an hour of us talking to each other. And it recorded, because, like, I, I record video and audio at the same time, and it recorded 45 minutes of silent video of my face, so that was... Useful. Super useful. Um, so we might have to stop this a few times just to make sure it is actually recording, but we are here to talk about... The new Disney Plus series, Obi-Wan Kenobi, of which we were very excited to talk about yesterday, or at least I was, and um, hopefully this uh, measures up and it's... Uh, it's not going to. <laughs> I just feel like I'm going to forget things. Yeah, no, we already up. said what we had to say. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll be more organized, who knows? That's what I, that's what I'm, that's what I was telling myself yesterday, yeah. like, listen... Now you can go in better order and not repeat yourself so much. And, and we'll never know if you ever repeated yourself because we don't get to listen to it. So <laughs> it's true. It's fine. I'm more angry about this than she is. So <laughs> it's fine. Rocked your world for a minute. It was upsetting. I was like, we both we 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 were semi intelligent beings I during know. this podcast, yeah. and then and that's rare listen to me right now. <laughs> Starting off strong. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> anyway. Yes. My excitement for this show was at, like, a 2000, I gotta say. <laughs> well, you were waiting for it for quite some time. I, yeah, I think I've been waiting for it for about ten years. Probably ever since Revenge of the Sith was done, but definitely ever since Ewan McGregor started just leaving little breadcrumbs on all of his interviews. Like, yeah, I play Obi-Wan Kenobi again. Is that just like like an offer? Like, hey guys. Basically. Waiting on you. (laughs) Basically. And I was like, oh, he said it. This is go time. What are we waiting for? Like, the man's only going to get older. Let's let's get some Obi-Wan Kenobi shows. And um, when Disney Plus announced it, I was just over the moon excited for it. I was so excited for it. And I think I had mentioned that, like, um, this time period after the Revenge of the Sith, um, when Obi-Wan's kind of off on his own, is kind of, like, where my fan fiction brain always liked to live. Sure. You know, like, ooh, who knows? There's this whole long patch of time. Right. Uh, what, what happened to him? And... Um, I've read some, like, children's book series, uh, The Last Jedi and stuff, that were written um, about him just kind of having adventures on his own on Tatooine mm-hmm. after the fall of the Jedi. And um, so I was I was really pumped. But I was a little disappointed because my hopes and dreams for this show was like, oh, he's taking care of baby Luke on Tatooine. Like, that could be some fun little adventure. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's protecting him from the different various bad things there. And then we got The Mandalorian. And I felt like that show took the plot that I was envisioning right. for Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I was like... Well, they're not going to do the same thing again. They're not going to do, you know, <clears throat> reluctant dad and small child again. That's so disappointing. <sighs> but then they did do a spoiler alert. <laughs> Full spoilers. That's what they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Full spoilers for the whole show. I, we started it, and I was, for some reason, 
forgot Leia existed. I forgot Leia existed. <laughs> it never crossed my mind once that we were going to see Leia. I don't know why. Just, like, he's in Tatooine. She's way over there, you know. And when I started to realize that we were going to have baby Leia, I, like, lost it. I think that was the first time I lost, like, watching it and seeing, you know, Alderaan and, like, little baby Leia. And I was like, oh So, my like, gosh, 14 and a half minutes into the first episode, she started crying. <laughs> I was like, it's Leia. I'm so excited. And I was so overwhelmed. Every episode, I've been just very overwhelmed watching it because I think it's great. I um, I think this is some of the best storytelling that I've had the pleasure to see lately. It's everything I wanted and more. And it's also, I feel like it really has made both series, the prequel series and the original series, like, better because of its existence mm-hmm. and that's quite a feat i feel like when you have the original series of star wars that is beloved by everybody for the last what 50 years or whatever yeah but like, it is a hokey 70s early 80s mm-hmm. movie trilogy mm-hmm. with very limited <laughs> There's no CGI. There's mm-hmm. some costumes, and like, there's nothing that lends you to believe they are actually in space. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. for some reason, the you know prequel trilogy made thirty years later wasn't better. <laughs> I really no. It no. wasn't better. And I don't know. I just felt like this is what Star Wars should be and what, like, we all knew it could be. It's a weird way to say it. Yeah, well, I feel like, as an outsider, I probably have the superior um, (laughs) advantage. Point uh, of view. (laughs) Point of view, yes. Just because, like, I don't know. For me, watching this show, because I really enjoyed it, and I didn't really like the prequels, I don't really care about the original trilogy. Mm. I don't really care about the new movies. Like, I liked The Mandalorian. That was about it. Mm. Um, but this was really good. Probably better than The Mandalorian. And I feel like, yeah, when you watch the show, you realize all of the stories that were being told in the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy are really good. <laughs> Yes. Despite the terrible dialogue and the cheesy scenes and Jar Jar Binks and everything that's distracting, you're like, oh, there's some depth here. Yeah, (laughs) And the show really let that shine. Yeah, I feel like that too. And I feel like it really did what what Disney um, Plus shows do well. Mm -hmm. This is a perfect example of it. And what they need to remember is like... They shine when you're taking, like, a character and deep diving into them and their emotional state and, like... How their brain works. (laughs) Yeah, when you, like, deep dive into a character and their relationships in a way that the big blockbuster movies don't let you do. Mm -hmm. That's what the miniseries is great at. Because Mm -hmm. I think that's why, like, one of my favorites is WandaVision. Mm -hmm. You know, we pared it down. We really dealt with her and all the crap she's been through. And it was such a great platform for that. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about Obi-Wan. I mean, <clears throat> we're finding him in the desert. Alone. Alone and sad. His camel. For ten years. <laughs> mm-hmm. Watching over some kid he's not even allowed to meet. You right. You know, and... Um, well, yeah, and he doesn't... I mean, he's not using the Force. He's living in a cave. Like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's lost access to his for- the Force. He's not doing great. Well, that's a tragedy of Obi-Wan, like... 
everyone he loves dies. Mm-hmm. He's lost everybody he loves. He's lost everything he's lived for. Like, he was such a rule follower and, like, one of the, you know, other, unlike Anakin and Qui-Gon, like, he was going to listen to the council and he mm-hmm. was going to abide by the Jedi Code and do all of these things. And um, that all just got ripped away from him, you know, as well. So he really has got nothing. <laughs> Yep. But his one last job, you know, which Mm -hmm. is watching over Luke, basically. Right. So. But yeah, I think it just did a a masterful job at that. And just like little things. I think the second I saw Leia in the first episode and realized what was happening, I was like, oh my gosh, this whole help me Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Like the first line she says, like that has such a new level of meaning to it now mm-hmm. because she knows Obi-Wan. Right. Like she's going to have known him. They're going to have interacted before. Mm-hmm. And there were so many moments like that that just, like, enriched and tied the two stories together so yeah. beautifully. Well, that's just it. I mean, it was meant to be a bridge, and yeah. it really pulled that off. <laughs> it really pulled it off while being really good yeah. on its own, right. two feet, in my opinion. I don't mm. know, like I said, I'm not the most... Um, No, well, I was trying to gauge as I went along (laughs) with a little bit more of an unbiased point of view, Mm -hmm. um, which I'm not going to say that I was unbiased because I knew you were getting everything (laughs) that you wanted and were over the moon about it. So that did paint my view of it a little bit. (laughs) As I'm crying on the other side. I was like, yeah, no, this is good. And I'm like, is it? (laughs) But it is. I can confirm. It is really good. It is well written. It was well constructed. And, yeah, they took every element of both trilogies and built a bridge between the two. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And filled holes. And so good. gave answers and nods and, yeah. I don't know, it, it just made a lot of sense. Well, yeah, and I, I feel like they even did it for even beyond that. Like, there's certain things that, like, people crapped on, like, oh, Ray stopping the ship. You know, sure. in the sequel trilogy, well, oh, that's so pathetic. I don't know, even Vader, like, people can't handle her being stronger than Vader, which sure. we can argue about that at a different time. But um, they made Vader able to do that. Right. You yeah. Know, which I think some people are like, maybe that gives more plot holes. But, like, it's still a cool idea yeah. to, like, let's flush this out. Right. And I, I really think one of the best parts of this um, was Vader and seeing him in this state where he is still very much Anakin Skywalker. Right. Those are very different seeming characters mm-hmm, between for sure. the trilogies. And before you get like calm, collected, cool, right. aloof Vader, you got volatile, whiny, angry, raw rage Anakin. Right. And this Vader was like that. And mm-hmm. he was scary because right. he was like that. Mm-hmm. And just hell bent on revenge with mm-hmm. Obi-Wan. And um Oh, I loved it. We got a flashback um, of them training. Oh, I just thought it was all so good. I loved everybody. I love that they had all the cast return. That is really cool. I'm a sucker for that every time. Like Owen and Baru. Oh, it's cool. Kings and queens, honestly. I love them both. When Baru comes out with those guns ready to defend her baby, I was... I love her. <laughs> That's good stuff. I love her. I love Owen. They're the best. <laughs> And as far as, like, the new characters, I liked all of them, too. I think, um, I loved Reva. Mm-hmm. There was a, always a lot of 
protectiveness in the Star Wars fandom about, like, they bristle at anything new, I feel like. Sure. And there was a lot of, obviously, there's plenty of gross people who like Star Wars, too. So there was gross people being racist and sexist about it, too. But, like, Reva's a cool character. Yeah, I don't, I don't get the dislike of her character because... Very complex. Yeah, and interesting. Yeah. And, I don't know, I didn't feel like she was very predictable because she just kind of came in. You didn't know her story. You learned her story along the way. Mm-hmm. And when she's hunting down Luke at the end yeah. and she's going to kill him, yeah, like, it was that was some dark stuff. And then she brings him back. Yeah. And she decides not to do that, not to kill him. She decides to bring him back and yeah. kind of fail in a sense, but also, like, grow. <laughs> yeah, be a better person. Like, she didn't let... Vader make her mm-hmm. into what she could have been. Right. She did Which stop herself. Which had kind of been her goal all along. Yeah. So. Right, right. Like, she was like, I'm gonna punish you like you punished me, but then she, he was, mm-hmm. she was just letting him control her. Right. She's becoming just like him and seeing herself in his position. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was, I thought she was great. I loved the scene, too, where she's, like, interrogating Leia. That mm-hmm. was so fun to watch. Yep. <laughs> Also, can we just take a moment? Little Leia is the best, okay? I She's pretty great. I loved her, and the actress did a fabulous job. Like, what massive shoes to have to fill. Yeah. And she did an amazing job. Like, there's no doubt in my mind, there's no disbelief that she is Leia. Yeah, Like, that no. she's going to grow up and be Leia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she also felt very much like Padme. Yes. Which, you know, Ugh. I just watched those movies, but... It was, again, a very well-built bridge. (laughs) Yes. Beautiful nods to Padme throughout the show, too. Mm -hmm. I loved them. Uh, My little Obi-Dawa heart loved them. I was very happy in all of those moments. Okay, yes, I know it's not canon, and I don't think those moments were making it canon, but I still enjoyed them a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Who mentioned Padme four times in this show? (laughs) Obi-Wan. Who never mentioned her once? Anakin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's true. Well, I think I said last night too that I find uh, the people who love Anakin and Padme to be like the most, some of the most like weirdly defensive people yeah. when it comes to shipping fandom because like everyone knows everyone ships everything. Like, in period. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if it's never going to happen or whatever. Like, yeah. That's what shipping is. It's just like, what if? Right. I love this idea. And my whole life I've just heard people be like, and everyone who liked Obi-Wan, like, it's not going to happen. She likes Anakin. It's not canon. It's not canon. It's like, wow, you really... Feeling threatened. You're really feeling threatened by this. <laughs> it's because you know deep down that this would have been better, right? <laughs> Listen, regardless of the ship, which it's obviously not a real thing, mm-hmm. like, the whole point is that Anakin chose himself. Yeah. And Obi-Wan did not. So, exactly. like, that. of course he's going to talk about Padme. She exactly. made a big difference in his life. Exactly. And, you know, who's still taking care of their children now? <laughs> I realize Anakin doesn't know that they're alive, but whose fault is that? It's true. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, I loved, I thought it was such a great bit of storytelling at the end fight between, um, Obi-Wan and Anakin when Obi-Wan gets to this point of just like the ability to like see him and like confess and like apologize to him for Mm -hmm. everything he did to him um 
and then like get that absolution you know like he, not that Anakin forgave him necessarily but no. in a way he did yeah he straight up said like you didn't do this to me mm-hmm. and um just like what a huge relief for Obi-Wan at that point mm-hmm. you know and um that was such a cool scene when he cuts his helmet off and you see Anakin's face and the Darth Vader helmet and you hear both of the James Earl Jones and Hayden's voice. It was very cool. Oh, I got, I got, I almost started crying because it was so cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was an emotional scene too, but yeah. I feel like for me it was just like, oh my gosh. Well, like you said, <laughs> so cool. like, Anakin and Darth Vader so much seem like separate characters and yeah. that really melded them, literally, yeah. where it was like, no, see, it's the same. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it was a good visual oh. and audio choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so powerful. And that whole mm-hmm. moment, too, with Obi-Wan, like, finally getting accessing the Force, and he's able to do that when he thinks of Luke and Leia, mm-hmm. who have become his new hope. Yep. Which, like, even makes the title of the original movie so much better. Like, like they're his hope, and he's able to access the Force again, yep. and um, beat Anakin again, Sweet. and, um, yeah, that whole scene was so incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother Zach said he had heard an article say that they had tried to meld the two lightsaber battle choices between like the old movie and the prequels. Mm. Yeah. So like they move a little slower. They do more like big heavy hits, and how they hold and wield their blades is different. It's less spinny spinny and sure. stuff like in the in the first movie. Zach said because they're better fighters and they don't need that. I'm like they're also older men. <laughs> That all makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, I loved it. I can't remember the name of the um, Martell lady from Game yeah. of Tala? Maybe? Something like that. Seems right. Yeah. yeah. I liked her. I thought she was fun. It was yeah. fun to see an Imperial undercover yeah. spy. That whole sequence was really fun. And... I loved it. <clears throat> oh man, when he um, when Leia thinks he's his dad too, that was a lot for my heart to handle, and um, it was so good. I'm trying to think what else I've cried at watching this. <laughs> I get <laughs> what haven't you cried at? I mean, at? I get very overwhelmed watching these episodes because I love them so much. So I feel like I have to watch them all again to really be a little bit more objective. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. I even like the corny Star Wars stuff. Like I was saying to you before, like. Oh, we're going to hide Leia in the trench coat and walk out because, like, that's just part of Star Wars. Yep. It's always been a bunch of goofy people. Like, there's always been a goofy side to it, mm-hmm. you know? And I like that. I still don't think that's that ridiculous. No. <laughs> like, I, I can't say I would notice some man smuggling a child under his... In a trench coat. Trench coat. <laughs> like, maybe that's a terrible thing to say, but... <laughs> I mean, I think I said before, too, like, you walk with enough confidence, people let you... Do whatever you want. It's so true. <laughs> Obviously, they know more than me, so... I don't know, I also heard that a theory somebody had, which I think might be true, but I, I want to watch for watching back through, was that every episode of Obi-Wan represented one of the movies. Mm. So, like, in the third one, they had that first battle between him and Vader and left with 
like him dragging Obi-Wan through the fire and mm-hmm. everything, which is a lot like Revenge of the Sith. Sure. And the one after that, they're going to save Leia from being interrogated by mm-hmm. the Empire, which is just like a new hope, you know? Sure. And I really, I really want to watch back and see right. if, that, if they all follow kind of a similar pattern um, to, I don't know, to the, the films. Sure. But <clears throat> that would be interesting. The other part that I cried at was when he saw Qui-Gon Jinn at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, that was such an emotional uphill. Like, he goes back and sees Leia, and he tells her about her, the traits she inherited from mm-hmm. her parents. Yep. And says goodbye to her, and then he he goes to see Owen, and Owen lets him meet Luke. Right. And we got the hello there. Yes. And, um... This whole series, I was waiting for him to see Qui-Gon. It wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. And I was like, we'll probably just hear Qui-Gon's voice at the end or something like that. And then it was so near the end, and we not only got to hear Qui-Gon, we got to see Qui-Gon too come back as a Force ghost. And I, I, I got, I, I cried. <laughs> it, was, it was a pretty good closing. <sighs> because that's how they opened it, was with him trying to, trying to talk. talk to Qui-Gon and not being able to, and then for it to end with... That connection being restored was cool. I know, I loved it. Oh, I loved it so much. That's when you cry too, right? <laughs> I cry is a strong word. <laughs> Who, I always get emotional when I see Liam Neeson, okay? Yes, I said Ashley before. I was like, it's because he's our all of our mentor. You know, like he was Aslan, he was Qui-Gon. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we all grew up just loving Liam Neeson. So. He's a great mentor. <laughs> and yeah, his sassy little comment to Obi Wan, like I've been here the whole time, like <laughs> took you long enough. It's such a Qui Gon thing to say. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Obi Wan sucker punches a ghost. <laughs> uh, no, I really loved that whole aspect of the series and how they kind of leaned into that because it's kind of explored and discussed more. In fan culture, and I think in some of the books and stuff, where, like, Obi-Wan's such a, a rule follower, and by the book, and Qui-Gon is not, <laughs> and their relationship is kind of determined by, you know, some frustration there or whatever, but Qui-Gon was still a mentor and father figure, kind of, to Obi-Wan, and mm-hmm. he was going to be that for Anakin, who, right. in nature, is actually a lot more like Qui-Gon. Um, they have a very strong connection to the Force, but they're not so technical. Mm-hmm. I've also heard that Deary come in with, like, the lightsaber color. I'm not sure if that's canon or not, but hmm. basically, like, people who are more prone to, like, the technical side of the Jedi Code and, like, you know, they are maybe really good at... Left brain versus right brain. Yeah, like, learning the lightsaber, the dueling and sure. stuff like that. They get the blue lightsabers and, like, the green lightsabers go to the people who are, have a strong connection in the Force. Hmm. I don't think that's still canon necessarily, sure. but that was talked about a lot sure. at Once Upon a Time. Um, but, I, uh... Anyway, all that to say. And also just the whole fact that, like, Anakin needed a father figure. He needed a father, and Obi-Wan couldn't be that for him. He saw him as a brother. Right. So Anakin just got an older brother and not the father figure he needed. And uh, you definitely see that tension there mm-hmm. between them sometimes and some of the resentments or the mm-hmm. competitiveness or, you know, even Obi-Wan sometimes making mistakes and treating him like a super little brother yep. or, like, lording over him in a way mm-hmm. that an older brother would as opposed to a father figure. Right. So... Ah, uh, I love it. 
I love it. We wanted a Padme flashback, but, you know, I'm not going to complain about the lack of flashbacks you, you, in my show like everybody else on Twitter. I mean, you got <laughs> everything else you wanted. I got everything I wanted. Well, plenty of time for a Padme flashback. <laughs> that maybe would have happened, too, if it had been Anakin's show. It wasn't Anakin's show. It was right. Obi-Wan's show. Right. That's fair. <sighs> I just... Uh, man... It was so good. Little Leia. I love her to pieces. I really hope we get more media with the kids. Like, even if it's a show for kids more. Sure. Like, Obi-Wan was clearly for, like, mine to Calvin's age range. Right. You know? Um, not that other people couldn't enjoy it. Right. But that's who they're targeting. Um, I think it would be so fun if there was, like, a show with, like, little Leia mm-hmm. becoming a princess. Yeah, and, no, that could know, be really cool. Really cool and cool. I just, like, we have these great actors. We've cast them now. This is a big deal. Like, right. Might as well Let's utilize get them, their them own show. a little bit while we have them young, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I just loved it. And I don't know. Obi-Wan Kenobi's my favorite Star Wars character. And so it's always nice to... Have your favorite character have justice done. Mm-hmm. Unlike, you know, Game of Thrones or mm-hmm. <laughs> all the yep. other things. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, they, they understand him. <laughs> I've seen multiple interviews with uh, Ewan and Hayden now. Um, and I think Ewan was saying that it was because, like, Hayden hasn't acted in forever. Right. And Ewan was saying that. It was really disappointing for them because they spent how many years, six to eight years of their lives, like, filming the prequels, and they were so poorly received by critics. Yeah. And so instantly made fun of, and just the whole hipster thing, treatment done to them. Well, that was the 2000s. This isn't as good as the originals, and blah, 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 you're ruining Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And that's what they were hearing about all their stuff and all their performance, and they can only control so much about those movies. And, um... Uh, Ewan said it wasn't until much later when the kids grew up that we started to hear that people loved our movies. Right. You know, that they love us. They love what we did with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like, we are Star Wars to these people. And that's so true. I mean, like, I know my little siblings always liked the originals, but the prequels were what the Star Wars they grew up with. Yep. You know, right. that's what they loved the most. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I love them both pretty equally, but I, when you're a teenager and that's all what's coming out, that's the fun fandomness that you can be involved in. Mm-hmm. Like the original trilogy I grew up with in the sense of it's always been there. Like, right. I was watching them when I was little. I mm-hmm. was scared of Yoda and Heidi in the other room right. when he came on the screen. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh gosh. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm glad for them. Like, it just makes me happy in my heart. Like, oh, that they're getting appreciation. Yeah, I think that's great because, I mean, that's detrimental to experience that and to feel like your life's work is meaningless. Yeah. And worse than that, hated. Yeah, right. Smeared at, you know. And I think especially for Hayden, this has been a hugely nice thing. I mean, for them to both be like, oh, yeah, we do more of this if it's wanted. Like, that's huge. Mm -hmm. Good for them. And... No, I think Ewan had said, too, I don't know if it was the same interview, but he had said, like, oh, I've done a lot of smaller roles in my life that not a lot, not everyone has seen, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they're big movies or whatever, but 
they attract a narrower crowd sure. usually. So I think it's nice for him to have his one big thing that he'll be known for as mm-hmm. Obi Wan be so loved and appreciated. Yeah, so. that's fair. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I loved it, guys. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Just stop what you're doing and go watch Obi-Wan Kenobi if you haven't seen it. It's so good. It's pretty good. Even Ashley didn't mind it. I don't think she made a single mean comment. (laughs) I don't feel like there really was anything to be mean about. I mean, obviously people can always find a way, but it felt like a very cohesive story from beginning to end. It Mm -hmm. felt like every character had their purpose and mm-hmm. their goal and achieved it mm-hmm. and um yeah it tied in decades and decades and decades of movies yes beautifully so <laughs> really beautifully so and i think i said this before of um it being a prime time to create such a thing mm-hmm. where we're at with technology and um these people's acting ability probably better than it was 20 years ago and the writing in this movie was better oh so much so yeah i don't know i just feel like it did take storylines that we've seen for years Mm -hmm. and made them look good Mm -hmm. (laughs) not that they haven't always been good it's just been hard to see that past the cheesiness yeah oh yeah and there was less cheese in this Mm -hmm. so it felt like a really good story that pretty much anybody could enjoy yeah probably you're gonna enjoy it more if you've seen all the star wars movies right i don't think you have to see those in order to enjoy this because it's a story about a man saving a little girl yeah exactly which a crowd pleaser always keep keep on giving it to us guys the amount of media that we have in this hey in this genre next year the last of us look for it is this a dad and an unsuspected child reluctant dad the key is reluctant reluctant dad dad, unsuspecting child and me yes it's, it's a crowd pleaser. It gets to be It's going. a win every time. <laughs> it's true. Oh, it's so true. And I don't know. I just, I really loved it. Oh, another, like, plot hole. And people were like, well, how's this going to work? Because Darth Vader, when he sees Obi-Wan in the original trilogy, he says, um, the last time I saw you, I was the student and you were the master. And basically, mm-hmm. like, that's changed now. And they're like, well, how's this going to happen if there's, like, a new Obi-Wan show and he's going to see Vader? And it's like, that was the whole point of all their interactions was Obi-Wan's still schooling Vader. Yeah. Like, every single time, even when he's got to run away, mm-hmm. he's tricking him. And um, I think that's just so... I think it, it was just handled so well. Like, they were, like, not leaving plot holes and ready mm-hmm. they were closing them up, you know? Yeah. Like, it was just so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. And yeah, like I said, most of like the complaints because the Star Wars channel likes to complain about things. Like they were so baseless. You know, mm-hmm. it was like uh, there's not enough Obi Wan in this Obi Wan show, which is completely baseless. It's all about him. Or complaining that you know, heaven forbid, we have girls in Star Wars. Like there's always going to be those people that come it's out. Of such the a weird thing for some to dislike. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I was trying to think like, would I want to watch Star Wars if there were no men? Like, no, I don't get it. I don't get it (laughs) at all. And I, uh, 
and then the other complaints that I was seeing was like people who had found out Hayden was going to be in the show and then wanted it to just be Clone Wars flashbacks the whole time. Yeah. And I could see wanting, like, that would be cool. Just like sure. a Padme flashback would be cool. But the whole point of this was not to remake the Clone Wars until a live already happened. Show. Like, <laughs> uh, that would be a lot of CGI to de age those boys all. That the is way. true. <laughs> they gave us one flashback. Just be happy. <laughs> Fair. Oh man, yeah, ten out of ten. I was so happy with it every step of the way. There are very few pieces of media where I'm like, "That's exactly what I wanted," or like, "Wow, you blew me away because you gave me more than I thought I could have." And this did that. This did that. I loved it so much. <laughs> it's the best. So it's very, very good. <laughs> It could be the best Star Wars thing. I would say I feel like it is my new favorite Star Wars thing. I just feel like it tied everything together so well yeah. so that it could make everything good. Mm-hmm. So that might make it the best. It feels like a crucial part of the viewing experience, not like a Disney Plus show you can just yeah. ignore. Yeah. After getting down with it, I was like, well, I'm going to have to like buy this on dvd for my collection you know it is definitely a big piece of the story it is. has never been told before yeah so. so i don't know i agree i i love it truly <laughs> it's good stuff well that's all you have to say i have spoken i've rambled on i'm sure more than needs to be rambled so <laughs> thanks for joining us we'll talk to you next time bye